How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Oh my goodness, can you guys believe it? It is Friday already and it is time for Big Fat Lies. And today's Big Fat Lie is so freaking juicy. <laughs> Today we're going to be taking on the Big Fat Lies of rich people. Getting rich, staying rich, and being rich. And does that make it that you have to be a greedy, entitled, self-obsessed asshole? Is this actually true? Well, I'll tell you what, the media, mainstream media, sure wants us to think that rich people are bad people. So why on earth would you want to be rich if you automatically became a bad person? And so thinking about this for you, like today we're going to really start to go into that. Like, how do you get rich? Are rich people bad? Should you be afraid of being rich? Is being wealthy bad? Do you want to be wealthy? You know, like what are business owners doing in 2021 to bring in clients, bring in wealth, bring in prosperity, bring in abundance? It was so funny. I, I mentioned this on last week's show. I um, was watching a webinar and one of the points of view that one of the webinar hosts had was that wealth equaled hoarding. People who had wealth were bad because they were hoarding resources. And so that might be one of the points of view that we end up talking about today. And think about it for yourself. Like how much are you buying this mainstream paradigm that rich people are bad and that you know, like even though you'd love to have wealth or you'd love to have abundance or you'd love to have, you know, a certain amount of money coming in every month, whatever that is for you. And we're going to examine this later in the show, whatever that is for you, uh, that it's not working or there may be a certain part of it that works like somehow you're really great at bringing the money in, but then it flies back out again because you're not able to be the frequency of keeping the money like a steward of the money. And so I wonder what part of your life is caught up in the paradigm of money will never make me happy. Money will never make me joyful because that's another one of those, um, God, it's such a, a huge conditioning field that money will never bring you happiness. Is that actually true for you? Or have you noticed, have you noticed how relaxed you can be, how sort of how much freedom you can afford yourself 
when the bills are paid, when the house that you live in actually nourishes your body, the food that you're eating actually nourishes your body, the vehicle that you're driving or, you know, your your means of transportation nourishes your body. The clothes that you're wearing nourish your body. The people that you get to spend time with. And because you actually have the wealth, you have the abundance, you get to relax and actually spend time with them. So we're going to talk about that today. Like what nourishes your body? And so does the point of view that rich people are assholes even nourish your future? You're like, okay, you know, let's do the math on that right now before we get started even like out of 10, where are you? Like, so if 10 out of 10 is yes, all rich people are assholes. They probably, you know, do weird, horrible things in their homes that are scary. You know, they probably do weird, horrible things in their business that are scary. You know, they're probably wrecking the earth. They're probably, you know, wrecking people's lives with all the money that they have. And then zero is, eh, I don't even have a buzz on this. So you probably wouldn't be watching if you didn't have a buzz on it or you weren't curious about your own relationship with money. And so one thing that I've noticed is primarily the women that I end up working with in business. I do work with couples, but the women are the primary client. The women who I work with are the first generation in most cases of having their own wealth in their family. They're the first generation. So like maybe their dad did really well and then their mom did really well as well, but she wasn't the first generation of wealth in her family. And so think about that for yourself. Is it that someone else can be wealthy and you can have the benefit of it? And then when you start to have this wealth coming in, it's got to go out fast because you're not really all that comfortable with the stewardship of the wealth. So think about that for yourself. 10 out of 10 is absolutely wealthy people or rich people are all assholes. And zero out of 10 is you don't even have a point of view about it. Where are you right now? Just do a gut check on yourself. You know, where are you? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 out of 10. So just notice that because it's very interesting. I just sort of the way I be, the energy that I'm being helps people change. And so the conversations that we can have can be as easy as this and you just go away and you have a really awesome change in your life. And then the people who work with me in my long-term programs or in my VIP days have just these remarkable changes. And then they also have the blueprints and the systems and the processes to be able to replicate that change and continue to stay in motion with the changes that they're choosing in their life and in their business. So isn't that freaking cool? So one of the first things that I really, really want to talk about is the amount of joy that you're allowing to come into your life. Now, having the money to be able to buy fun things or having the money to be able to have fun experiences in your life, having the means beyond your day to day expenses, whatever they are. You know, like maybe it costs you $10,000 a month to keep everything afloat. 
maybe it costs you $50,000 to keep everything afloat. And you manage to just have the money to keep everything afloat. You know, you manage to pay your car payment, you manage to pay your credit cards, you manage to pay for your kids' stuff, you manage to keep a roof over your head, you manage to pay for the electrical bill, all of that kind of stuff. Now, no matter what that is, whether it's $5,000 a month or $50,000 a month, those in most cases, it's very interesting when I look at people's financial points of view, it becomes easy for them if it's just like a normal expense, it becomes easy for them to have that money. And so notice that for yourself. Has it become easy for you to be able to have the money for your day to day? And if it has, congratulations, just notice it. And notice what amount of money that is. You know, so is it 5,000? Is it 10,000? Is it 50,000? You know, like whatever that is. And you don't get to judge if somebody's like whatever it costs them to live their day-to-day -day life is $50,000 a month. Then here's the thing. If we judge them as having an extravagant lifestyle, if we judge them as having an extravagant lifestyle, then it excludes us. It puts us at an arm's length transaction from having that type of lifestyle. Now, what we would do with it, what we would do with $50,000 a month as our day-to-day -day expenses is always going to be completely different. You know, like look at the Spice Girls. Like, are you Sporty Spice? Are you scary spice? Are you posh spice? You know, just like however you're going to live your life is however you're going to live your life. Now, what's important to you? What's a priority to you? And we did a show in January about priorities and what you're prioritizing. So you might want to scroll back to the old episodes. So how you scroll back to the old episodes is you're either on the Inspired Choices Network website, you can go to BFLS, so Big Fat Lie Show, bfls.jennifercramerlewis.com, and you can scroll through those old episodes, and there's one about prioritizing. And here's the thing, what you make a priority, you will never have difficulty having money for. So if you're like, you know what, I'm making this a priority. I'm making this a priority for myself. And so when you make it a priority, then what happens is the universe is signaled, the quantum particulates are signaled to get that for you. And so what you don't have money for, here's the funny thing, what you don't have money for, you haven't made a priority and you haven't signaled the universe that that's something that you absolutely have to have. And so for me, joy is a priority. And this is one of the things that I really highly recommend that you make a priority for yourself. Like, just notice it. Like, it's so funny. Um, my teenage son has, you know, been living with me. And uh, just he notices for himself what he's making a priority. It's interesting this morning. He's like, mom, I, I feel sick. I don't feel like going to work. And I'm like, well, what do you think it is? And he's like, well, you know what, mom, I've really been thinking about it. And I think that this is a detox that I was 
spending too much time in my friend's universe who was really sad. And now I'm just detoxing that sadness out of my body. And I'm like, probably are. amazing so think about that for yourself like what are you making a priority for you like are you going into your clients universes and taking the sadness out of their body you know I mean my son should probably have been paid for the transactions that he was doing for his his friends but think about that for yourself like are you making you a priority for you You know, are you making what you want and what brings you joy a priority for you? You know, we do these exercises every week. I give you a list of 100 things I want you to write down. Or sometimes I give you multiple lists of 100 things. But like, what truly brings you joy? Like, what brings you joy? Is it spending time you know I mean you can even look at the five love languages like what brings you joy is it spending time with your family is it doing things for your family is it like getting hugs from your family is it buying gifts for your family like what is it and if you're not making that a priority how is the universe going to be signaled to bring you the money so that you can have the things that you want You know, you can have the things that you want. You're here to have the things that you want. That might be the weirdest thing that you've heard this week, but you honestly are here to have the things that you want. And any sort of like suffering, any sort of like deep suffering is you buying the paradigm that you're not going to get them. Do you get that? It's you buying the paradigm that you're not going to get them. And so this is something that rich people don't buy. They don't fucking buy it. They're like, I'm going to have it. Come hell or high water, I'm going to have a Maserati. Come hell or high water, I'm going to have a house that looks like this. And, you know, a beautiful partner that looks like this. And a country mansion. And I'm going to have a beachfront condo. And I'm going to have a G6 plane. You know, just like they they have no um, limiter on what it is that they can have, especially if it makes them happy. And so what I would love for you to do is have a look at that for yourself. Do you have a limiter on what it is that you can have that makes you happy? Do you? (laughs) So if you do. There's nothing wrong with you. There's a lot of people out there who have a limiter on what it is that they can have that makes them happy. And so this is why you're going to want to join me after the break is we're going to start to talk a bit about the law of attraction, but not in the way that you think. You know how the law of attraction tells you that, you know, your thoughts, feelings, emotions, everything that you think and do, you're drawing towards you. Well, I believe in that. But there's some other ways of working the law of attraction. And I really want to invite you into that. And so please join me after the break. You have been listening to Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? 
business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. All right, you guys. So we are back from the break. And so before the break, we were talking about what nourishes your body. Does the point of view that rich people are assholes, assholes, does this actually stop you from nourishing you? Does it stop you from being rich? Does it stop you from doing the things and having the things that rich people have? And is it easy for you to have your money for the day to day? Like whatever it is, you know, pay the electrical bill, pay all the bills, keep a really nice roof over your head. Is it easy? And if it's not easy for you, what changes can you make? If you judge somebody who has a large amount of money, it actually excludes you from having the same amount of money and privilege that they have. And so, but you also notice that the mainstream media sure wants us to judge people who have more money than we do. And also judge people who are in the uber rich category. I'm making air quotes with my hands if you're listening on the podcast, wherever you are in the world. And so what I'm wondering is when you don't make you having the money that <clears throat> brings you amount, the amount of joy that you would like to have in your universe, the amount of like privileges, the amount of like, um, what do I want to say here? The amount of freedom, you know, not that we have a giant amount of freedom right now, but you can still do things to bring you joy. You can still, you know, order something on the internet and have it delivered to your house or phone somebody and have them deliver something to your house. And so what you are making a priority for you is always going to show up in your life. And so you're probably thinking to yourself, well, that sort of sounds like the law of attraction. So what I love about the law of attraction is it allows us to start to pay attention 
to the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions, the things that we say and the things that we don't say. And so the law of attraction is wonderful for that. There's a book called The Secret. That's wonderful for that. But where the law of attraction falls short is it doesn't really give us permission to start using what we want to be able to draw it to us. It's more of a prescriptive energy like, oh, we have life that's not working for us. So we need to start to use the law of attraction. And what I recommend that you do is you be a little scientist, be a scientist, start to keep records in your life of what is working for you. What's working for you? Like I grew up on a horse farm. So, you know, you don't take a little horse that like wants to naturally jump and you turn it into some horse that would never get to jump. That's not fair. You know, if they're a natural athletic horse, then you're going to want to put them in the type of horse events where they will succeed as a natural athlete. And think about that for yourself. What is working for you? What bills are you successfully paying every month? What finances are you successfully attracting every month? Who wants to have conversations with you and what do they want to have them about? What do they want to have them about? Now, I've said this before. I did actually have uh, my practice. Um, I had a practice helping people get out of relationships that weren't working for them or to strengthen the actual relationship so it could work for them. But the funny thing was, that's what I thought I was doing. And people kept talking to me about business. People kept talking to me about money. Like relationships were part of it. Relationships were part of it. I'm making a circle for those of you who are listening on a podcast somewhere in the world or iHeartRadio or Spotify or any of those places. Yeah, so notice, like, what are the conversations that people are inviting you to? So it may be that your profession needs to change. It may be the invitations that you are inviting people to need to change because your energy is changing. You do notice that, right? Something changes in your energy before stuff doesn't fit. It's very, very interesting. I notice that with my clients. They're like, I'm mad all the time. I'm mad. And I'm like, okay, cool. I love it when you're mad. Because what it does is it shows me the places where you're ready to grow. So maybe even notice that for yourself. Where are the places in your life that are working? Notice those. And then where are the places in your life? Because please write a list of the places that are working. You need to prove to yourself that you're working. You need to prove it to yourself that, you know, you're actually here for a mission and there's quite a bit of it that's working for you. And if there's quite a bit of it that's not working for you, focusing on the stuff that actually does work for you will give you the energy of more of the stuff that works for you. And you guys know that from the law of attraction, it's like, when you are what you eat, you are what you think about most. So when you're thinking about, well, shit, 
you know, I don't have enough money to be able to do the things that I would like to do. All that does is it signals the universe to bring you more of that frequency of lack. However, if you go into the stuff that's actually working for you and you fertilize that, you're like, I freaking love having conversations about business. I freaking love having conversations about playing Tetris with money and, you know, making the money work better by putting it in different locations. I mean, that was one of my strong points when I was in finance and in real estate. I was like, okay, well, I know how to get this loan through. I know how to get the money. I know how to get the people to vote to spend, to put a new roof on this building. I know how to do that. So what is it that you know how to do? And what are the conversations that people are bringing you? What do they want to talk to you about? You know, so if you have a transformational type business, what's the transformation that people are asking from you? You know, because there was quite a while there. It was so funny. I'm like, but I'm the relationship gal. I don't want to talk about business. I don't want to talk about money. But holy crap, people sure wanted to talk to me about money. And they were persistent about it too. So what are the persistent conversations that people are trying to have with you about money? Think about that for yourself. Like this show is all rich people are assholes and you don't want to be an asshole. So honestly, like what is the thing that you don't want to be that's preventing you from having really remarkable resources, really remarkable wealth. Like, what do you not want to be? Think about that. Do you not want to be judged? That's probably the biggest one. People are like, okay, well, you know, if I win the lottery, because like people are like, okay, that's the only way that you can get the money. lottery is the only way this money is going to get into your life you know you don't you couldn't possibly like invent something you couldn't possibly like have a service or a product or something go viral you got to like win the lottery so let's just push that aside you know winning the lottery is one of the 10 billion ways that you can become wealthy in 2021 so think about that for yourself like what are people being persistent with you about and just notice it. Be a real scientist because that's going to be a clue for you about how money can come into your life, about a direction that your business can take, a direction that your talents can take. You know, because it's interesting for me, every single new uh, tool that I've put in my tool belt has been in direct um, correlation to a conversation that multiple people have tried to have with me. You know, it's interesting. I'm, I've uh, been studying something called human design in depth for a year now, and I'm really using it in my business and I'm finding it so valuable for my clients. Um, and three different people brought me human design. Hey, have you heard about human design? Hey, have you looked into human design? Hey, human design would be something that you would be excellent at. And people are really looking for it right now. Um, in fact, it was interesting. I had people ask me for um, like, hey, do you do human design readings? Are you doing human design for business? And I was like, mm, not yet. <laughs> oh, so isn't 
that funny? Think about that for yourself. Like when somebody brings you something and you haven't even considered whether or not you want to add it to your business or add it to your life, something that you could say is not yet, not yet, because the universe is freaking persistent. Have you noticed that? How persistent the universe is and how persistent your energy field is? Because the universe is your energy field. It's your magnets that are pulling in these people, places, things, opportunities, feelings, wealth, money, riches. It's your universe. So that's one of the things that I really want to talk to you guys about today is all of this is your universe and the universe is really fucking persistent. It wants you to be wealthy. It wants you to be joyful, deeply joyful. And so if you're continuing to choose those things that are taking you further away, way down the road from joy way down the road from prosperity, then let's just stop it. (laughs) Let's just freaking stop it. And so you're probably thinking to yourself, Jennifer, I've really tried to stop it. So clue number one, what you make a priority for you is always going to show up for you. It's just going to show up. So it's like, okay, cool. I don't have the thing that I'm saying that I really want to have. So obviously I haven't made it a priority. When you focus on what's working for you, the universe gives you more of those things. So it's like, oh, the reason why I'm not getting what I want is because I keep thinking about what I'm not getting. (laughs) Okay, well, that's normal. Let's just stop that. And then also notice like, What is the universe bringing me? What is the universe bringing you? What conversations are people trying to have with you? Maybe they want you to freaking move. Maybe they want to introduce you to somebody that you could do business with. Maybe they want to introduce you to somebody that you could make love with. (laughs) Think about that. Wouldn't that be interesting? So after the break, What we're going to start to talk about is different ways to stay focused on what it is that you want instead of what you don't want. And so, you know me, it's always going to be fun. It's always going to be a game because, you know, like trying to stay focused from a punishment point of view will never, ever work. I don't enjoy it, so I'm never going to facilitate it. So that's why you're going to want to join me after the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer-Lewis, and you have been listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. I will see you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com 
or send a question or comment to Jennifer at JenniferKramerLewis.com. Can you believe it, you guys? We are halfway through today's show, which is called All Rich People Are Assholes. So how much is that true for you? How much do you buy the mainstream media programming that, you know, you want to watch them, you want to see what they're doing, you want to like buy their lipstick, but you would never want to be them. So have a look at that for yourself. So before the break, we started to talk about the law of attraction and what you make a priority for you will always show up for you, which is it's a little airy fairy and I just love to bring it down to some practical brass tacks for how you start to turn it around so that the finances that you are currently attracting can start to grow. They can start to grow unless you really, really hate the idea of being wealthy and you really, really hate the idea of being rich and you're just sitting listening to this show seething with rage. <laughs> and if you are, I'm probably here to freaking trigger you. I'm probably here to trigger you and I like it. I like it a lot that you're sitting here seething listening to this show and allowing me to trigger you on wealth. Because here's the thing those people can have the money and you can have it too. It's never a them and like they will always have it and you will never have it. Unless you want to believe that paradigm. I don't want you to believe it. It's never, you know, you can't have the money. You could like decide tomorrow morning to wake up and be so freaking grateful and pay attention to the places and spaces that are actually working in your life. And then say, hey, you know what? I'm really fucking good at that. Whatever it is that you're really, really great at. You know, just for me, I was really great at noticing um, patterns with money and noticing patterns with behavior. And then also noticing, you know, like how people needed to feel before they could say yes. And so when I was in real estate and when I was in finance, I was able to put together these big deals because I gave people the information that they needed to have to be able to say yes. And so I bring that into my coaching practice and I bring that into conversations with you. Because I want you to be able to say freaking yes to being happy in your life. Say yes to having true abundance and wealth. Why do I want that? Because I think you're going to make better choices with it. When you have it, you're going to be more careful with it. So what is it? Like, what is it that you need to do to be able to stay focused on changing this paradigm, changing these conversations that are happening inside your body, inside your neurons about being able to have wealth. Because here's the thing, if you're bringing in $5,000 a month and you know $10,000 a month is going back out again, there's a conversation that needs to be had. 
or if you're bringing in 10 and $20,000 is going out, there needs to be a conversation. And whether it's an energetic conversation or a physical conversation or a combination of the two, in most cases, it's a combination of the two. And it goes back to some real subatomic stuff, like, you know, like a belief, an actual belief in your body that having that much money isn't safe. And think about it as a woman, as a woman business owner, which is my core market, women business owners or couples in business. It's been a long time since, you know, it was a matriarchal society. It's been a long, long time. And so women, uh, not too very long ago, were belongings. do whatever the hell you wanted to us and we really didn't have any legal repercussions we didn't have any physical reprodu reproductions repercussions probably physical reproductions too we couldn't clone ourselves so we just actually had to be able to be pretty careful around men and we were looking at men as the source of our money of our finance even actually it was very almost dangerous to be a widow because a man could like kidnap you and marry you and you know like if he knew the right people and you didn't know the right people he could fucking get away with it and that's not very long ago that stuff like that happens you know in an evolutionary phase evolution takes thousands of years so your nervous system as a female business owner is still calibrated to money is dangerous. All rich people are dangerous, unless it's not. Like if you actually grew up with rich people who weren't dangerous, then your nervous system isn't calibrated to that. But it can be calibrated. I do actually know uh, people who grew up with wealthy families who the family didn't believe in multi-generational wealth or the family didn't believe that women should be in control of the wealth. So we're just going to give you your little trust fund, honey. And um, I don't know how you're going to make it beyond your trust fund. And so think about that for yourself, like how much of looking after money is outside of your control? You know, how much of stewardship of money is outside of your control? Um, like, even if you're really, really great at attracting it, and um, you're really, really great at, like, finding it and attracting it, one of the other symptoms that I see is that people who um, are really excellent at bringing it in and having it um, will spend it really fast. And so that's another benchmark of some healing that needs to happen with money. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways. So one of the ones that I really, really love, uh, and I'll make sure to put this in my show notes. Um, I'm not sure I have a short link for it. Uh, but there's a book called Profit First, uh, Michael McCallowitz, Profit First. And he really, really gives you information on how to set up your financial structure so that the money that comes in for your talent, because that's why you get paid, because you're talented and you're amazing, 
you're not getting paid because you're just doing stuff for people. The energetics of getting paid for doing stuff for people is the energetics of prostitution. And so we've talked about that on the show before, the archetype of a prostitute versus the archetype of a lover. So the lover is the elevated um, frequency that people are willing to just throw money at. And the, the prostitute archetype is the lower frequency. It's like, what do I have to do to get you to pay me money? And the lover is the flip of that. People are like, how much money would you like to spend time with me? You know, how much money would you like to have a look at my business? How much money would you like to work your magic in my world? That's the lover energy. And so one of the things that I would love for you to do is to really do the work of looking at your finances and being very, very clear super freaking clear you guys about how much money's coming in and then steward that money all the way through the process and so one of the best books that I recommend is this book called Profit First by Michael McCallowitz and I'll make sure that um, I have it in the show notes and um, he has a process where you pay yourself first you know, so you pay yourself for your talents first. And you probably even heard that. And then you think, well, how do I pay myself first? Well, you just do. <laughs> you just freaking do. And through the process of being sort of shitty at it, you will learn how to be good at it. And that's the other thing practically that I would love for you to invite into your world is really getting clear that the reason why you're not already rich is that there are some fundamental things that you just haven't learned about money. And so we can, you know, do our affirmations, we can meditate until we're, you know, doing nothing but meditating, you can work on the energetics of it. But until you actually work on the practical aspect of it and hire somebody to help you work on the aspect of it, especially if you know you're not going to do it, especially if you know you need somebody to hold your hand, freaking hire somebody. The thing is, you know, if you have a business, working with a business coach is 100% tax write-offable. So dollar for dollar, Working with a business coach, you get to write it all off. And also your new income that you make will always pay to work for a business, work with a business coach. Every person that I've ever worked with, their money just shot through the roof. They're like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, normal, <laughs> normal. I have that effect on people. And so thinking about that for yourself, are you willing to do the basics the basics of taking care of yourself financially, like learning about the profit first formula and really, really just doing it, opening up those bank accounts that he recommends and, you know, running your business finances like a business instead of a, you know, a hobby. It's time to actually grow up and have a real business and have, you know, your proper business accounts and all of the things, because if you don't, like, do you actually really want to have money? Or 
are you thinking all rich people are assholes? So I don't want to be a rich person. And then you're allowing that to really just like soak into your life in a way that's completely unconscious. So I'm here to wake you up. I might be giving you like a little bit of a take you to church moment about money. But here's the thing. When we grow up, when we go and get those bank accounts that we need in order to be able to take care of our finances correctly, what happens is it becomes like an airport, you know, like an airport, you guys, the planes need to know where to land at the airport. And the air traffic controller needs to know where to direct the planes to land. And so think about that with finances. You know, if you have a whole bunch of business ideas and a whole bunch of business entities, but they don't know where to land, like if there's no actual account for them to land in, well, then that can slow things down a little bit, don't you think? <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what it would be like for you to really have some practical places for money to land in your life and have some real practical applications for your business and yourself as an entity to double or triple or quadruple your income because you have that proper airport structure for the money to get into your life. So I wonder, we are heading into the break. After the break, we're going to talk about how to balance your home life and your career, and to make sure that money can come in even more because you're leaving space for it to arrive because you're having more fun. So I would love for you to join me after the break. If you have a curiosity about having more fun in your life and how having more fun is one of the primary ingredients of you being truly wealthy, truly rich, and having way more money than you ever thought possible. So you're going to want to join me after the break if that sounds like something that you would like to have, be, or do. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and you've been listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. I will see you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. I love it. Holy moly, that was a fast and amazing show talking about how our own points of view about what it means to be rich and actually prevent us from 
having what it is that we would like to have wealth-wise. And so as we're heading into the tail end of the show, I really want to invite you to consider that if you don't have the skills to be able to really have a conversation and like create this airport structure for money to come into your life, then it may be time for you to have a really serious conversation with yourself. Like, what do you really want to have? And how many more years are you going to pretend that you are being prevented from having it? And that's a bit of a strong talk. And that's one of my talents is pointing out the painfully obvious and then showing you how to fix it. So, you know, like when you think about money and you think about these people who are extraordinarily wealthy, well, here's some conversations that people who are extraordinarily wealthy don't even worry about having. You know, they're like, okay, this thing needs to get fixed. Who do I hire to fix it? Or I'm not feeling solid in this part of my life. Who do I work with to fix it? And I'm actually really quite lucky. And it may be some of the affluence that I grew up with. You know, even though um, uh, my mom's parents were very, very wealthy, uh, I grew up in a household that wasn't all that wealthy when I was little. We, um, we had the basics and uh, I had a horse. <laughs> but every year my horse was a business project for my mother. So have a look at that. And, you know, so what are you allowing yourself to afford? What are you allowing yourself to just sit with that you're no longer willing to sit with? And what conversations do you need to have and what experts do you need to hire to get you there? You know, like maybe even just like write a list. Like, what are the things that I have sitting in my life that I actually don't have the skills to get myself out of? And who do I need to hire to help me fix it? <laughs> and then just stick it on the freaking fridge. Because what needs to happen is you need to have a freaking conversation. And so if you honestly don't know who, then you need to start asking people like, hey, who would you hire for this? Who do you already know? Who would you hire for this and start asking for recommendations? Because if they're coming from your friends or they're coming from your everyday life, and in most cases, they are a correct uh, referral for you. In most cases, a correct referral will come from an introduction. It won't really come from somebody that you um, looked up on the internet. You will come across a correct referral for you in a correct way. So... One of the things that I really, really want to talk to you guys about is listening to your heart, because your heart's really going to know what your place is in the world, and your heart doesn't want you to be without. Your heart wants you to have so much, because people like you, when you have a lot, you tend to share it. And so um, there's something called the girl effect. I don't know if you guys know this, but if a woman is wealthy, her whole world changes. 
her family gets the benefit of it. You know, her gal pals get the benefit of it. Her nail gal gets the benefit of it. Her hair gal gets the benefit of it. Like when women are wealthy, the whole world does better. And so if you like want to check, you can like Google something called the girl effect. And it makes sense that when women learn how to become wealthy, and they learn how to manage their money and build these airports so all of the money can arrive in their life in a way that they can receive it, then what happens is the whole world does better. You know, there's that Lizzo song, when I'm shining, everybody gonna shine. And that's the thing, the reflection of a woman doing well in her life and in her business is so remarkable. Oh my God, I just want to cry. I get so jacked about my talented clients. You know, like we talk about ways of uh, doing what's called licensing and creating software as a service and coming up with new inventions from the things that they already know what to do. And women do that. They do that, don't they? And so think about that for yourself. Like, what would it be like if you were the center of a universe where you could be a benefactor, where you could be a philanthropist, where, you know, you could not only have an amazing home that was gorgeous for you to live in, that you had the ability to be generous with the resources that you do have. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't eat, you know, and, and, you know, help out your community with the money that you should be using to take really great care of yourself. What I'm saying is that when women do remarkably well, their whole community does well. So wouldn't you say it's time for you to do really freaking well in your life? And what would that look like? You know, like what kind of clothes would you be wearing? You know, what kind of vacations would you want to take your family on or go with your gal pals? How generous would you be if you were doing really, really well financially? And, you know, even if you are doing really, really well financially and you're having difficulty feeling generous about it, then maybe it's time for us to have a conversation. So you can reach out, you can go to jennifercramerlewis.com. You can send me an email at jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. I would love to have a conversation with you. Next week, we have a really amazing show coming up. And um, I can't even think of what the topic is. So you're going to have to check back, you guys. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the Big Fat Lies.